0: It's Friday, May 27th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Rebound COVID. It's an issue that's been popping up for some getting sick, but it's also happening to people that were treated with the antiviral Paxlovid. Some are getting better and testing negative, only to rebound with symptoms and test positive after the illness has dissipated. It has caused the CDC to change its guidelines and tell people with rebound symptoms to isolate for another five days. Karen Weintraub, health reporter at USA Today, joins us for What to Know. Thanks for joining us, Karen. Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about some uh, latest developments with the COVID treatment, Paxlovid. This is a antiviral that was made by Pfizer. We're seeing some interesting things, some changing CDC guidelines. So I guess they're calling it Paxlovid Rebound, where... People are taking the medication, uh, maybe testing negative for COVID, then feeling kind of crummy a few days later and testing positive all over again. And this is causing a little bit of changes to some of the CDC guidelines saying that people should start isolating again for five days, I think, if they do start testing positive. So, Karen, what are we seeing with all of this?
1: Right. What I actually didn't realize until I started reporting this is this post-COVID rebound has been a thing all along. A small percentage of people have apparently recovered from COVID, even tested negative for a couple of days and then got symptoms again and often tested positive. So a uh, doctor I spoke to said he's seen this in maybe two, three, four percent of his patients all along since 2020. So what's not clear is whether what we're seeing with this drug is specific to the drug, if it's more people on the drug who are getting this. Or if it's just the same thing that we're seeing normally, but because people are tracking themselves more carefully, that we're becoming more aware of it in connection with tax limit, right?
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting because, I, I mean, I, I, I went two and a half years not going right without getting sick with anything or even getting COVID. Mm-hmm. And it recently caught up with me and it kind of kicked oh, my butt, sorry. you know, but I was contemplating, should I go to the doctor and maybe get some a course of these antivirals? I decided against it only because I wanted to tough it out. You know, I didn't think I needed it. It wasn't that bad. But then, yeah, you go back and, and you start seeing these things. But So tell me about what the CDC said, because they're changing some of the guidelines saying you should isolate again if, if you get that rebound.
1: Right. Right. One of the open questions has been when you have COVID, should you test before you go back out into the world? So I recently had COVID also. I was testing positive on a rapid test for 11 days yeah. after I had COVID. And I was very careful in that time frame. even though after five, I was allowed out in public. I was very vigilant about a mask. And I really did try to avoid enclosed spaces for those 11 days. But in the past, the CDC has said five days of isolation is enough, then wear your mask for another five and then you're good. With Pax because people are testing so much, they're seeing that they are going negative and then positive again. CDC says if that happens, you should start the isolation period all over again. But honestly, we, we just don't know. <laughs> there's not enough data to really say there's one study that found that somebody who had this rebound infected their family member's. So it's possible to be contagious with this rebound. In most cases, I don't think I've I've asked several people, they said they'd never heard of a hospitalization from a rebound. Mm -hmm. It seems to be sort of a lesser symptom or your body's just getting rid of the last dregs of the virus. So it's just not clear how dangerous that period is. But in an abundance of caution, CDC is saying that you should isolate if you're positive.
0: Right. And that's one one of the criticisms that comes out of it, right? Should we be changing public policy because of this? I guess, as you mentioned, right, the study that was cited by the CDC was really just a report of a single case of a rebounding patient passing on the virus. Is that enough to, you know, apply that to everybody? I guess when you're being super cautious, yes. But again, the criticism is, should that be changing public policy?
1: And again, I mean, some of it is common sense versus public policy. You know, if you're testing positive, there's a chance you're contagious. If you can possibly stay home and avoid other people, it just seems like the sensible thing to do. Not everybody can afford the test or can afford to stay home. In those cases, people should be really vigilant about wearing a mask until they're sure they're not contagious.
0: Yeah, one of the things when the Paxlovid came out, obviously, right, everybody was saying it was a huge breakthrough, miraculous that it was so effective, right, cutting the risk of hospitalizations and death by 89%. Everybody was way on board. But, you know, now we have the stories about the rebound. As you said, it's happening with people that aren't even taking Paxlovid. But we're also, uh, tell me if you've heard of this, people are calling it Paxlovid mouth also, uh, complaining of a like a bitter metallic taste. Somebody said it was like grapefruit mixed with soap that they're getting when they're on the drug.
1: I mean, those kinds of side effects are fairly typical with drugs, I think, with certain drugs. So I'm not surprised by that. And everything you said about Paxlovid is still true. It's very effective at preventing hospitalizations. The real world data seems to be holding to be exactly repeating what they saw in the trials. So all of that is true. It's still a great drug if you're at high risk. I think some of the differences that we're now, so many more people are taking it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just the people who are immunocompromised or over or 65 who are taking it, but even people like you who, who are mostly healthy who are considering it. So I think that may be some of the explanation. Is just that so many more people are taking it that we're seeing, you know, the variation that's typical with with any drug or any situation.
0: Right. Exactly. Because the administration started those test to treat programs, right? Where you, if you get right. uh, tested and you test positive, they might send you home immediately with that stuff. So you're right. A lot of people are. A lot more people are taking it, and we're starting to see a little bit more of the the real world effects of what's going on.
1: And again, it's great. I don't want to be in a hospital. You know, I mean, I think it's terrific if it's saving people from from being in the hospital. But the more marginal benefit you get, the more these side effects matter. You know, if you weren't going to end up in a hospital anyway, then maybe having a lousy taste in your mouth and having to isolate for an extra few days is a bigger burden. And those are just things that we're learning as as we see this drug in action.
0: All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out for how things develop with Paxlovid. I know it's helping a lot of people still in the long run, as you mentioned. Karen Weintraub, health reporter at USA Today, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Disease.
3: Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus?